The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Welcome to a Tuesdays here. It's Hale Varsity Radio. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. Hope you're doing all right. We'll dive in. More thoughts on the quarterback. Reaction from both coordinators for Nebraska football. A mess on Monday night with the NFL, especially with Nick Chubb. Did you spit your drink out? I did. That was rough to see. We'll get thoughts on the college football weekend ahead as well. Great lineup today. As always, Mitch Sherman going to be with us here in about 20 minutes. Mitch with The Athletic. And uh, we'll talk some big red football with Mitch uh, in hour two. Former Husker standout. And he uh, scoffs at us calling him that. But Matt Verzel going to talk some O-line and Husker football, the development phase of things. So Verz with us in hour two. And then college football insider Brad Edwards. A uh, thought on Nebraska and a thought on some of those superpowers that are a little powerless this year. Uh, we're talking danger zone time. You've heard it before, but it may be real this time for the Alabamas and Clemsons this weekend. Number to get in, 489-1240. 489-1240 can also hit us up, 800-825-5865. Uh, across the state where you hear us can stream the show, watch us on video if you can take that, the Hale Varsity YouTube channel or the Hale Varsity Twitter feed, the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter feed at HVarsity Radio. Elijah, what's shaking? How are you? Good to see you on a Tuesday. Oh, I'm feeling great. You know what Tuesday is, Schmitty? It's bowling night in Lincoln, Nebraska, and I checked the uh, the standings before coming into work here. First place in the league, our team. So uh, feeling good. We have some pressure. You know, you got the targets on our back, but uh, it's a big night. I'm feeling confident, and I'm looking forward to that. Also, it's the start of Champions League football over in Europe. So I know you're not a big soccer guy, Schmitty, but that's uh, that's also an exciting. I hate it. I just can't stay awake and watch it. That's that's a me problem because I know there's a lot of soccer fans out there, and I'm I'm not knocking it. My kid played it when he was real little, and I thought there was some talent, non Schmidt like talent, and and he he didn't keep up with it so yeah we're, we're not huge soccer or football fans so we're, we're big football football fans american football but so let's get into the quarterback discussion point and matt uh, chimes in here uh with uh, a question about do you put sims in the slot what do you do with harburg right do you, you put harburg at quarterback and sims in the slot listen there's all sorts of creative ways what have we heard about nebraska football what has satterfield and rule wanted you want a positionless offense you've heard it you see it with golden state in basketball where they've kind of got their their, their death lineup and even uh, once upon a time nebraska basketball had a a fivesome to close out the game this might have been during the tim miles era but you see uh, matchup issues all all over the, the the world of sports, the landscape in different sports. So when we want to talk about uh, what Nebraska will do moving forward, well, let's hear from Marcus Satterfield. Let's 
hear from the OC himself when it comes to the playmakers, and we can expand on it here, but he's got a good point, and he said this a little earlier today, when it comes to playmakers, they don't need to be standing next to him. No doubt about it. We can't have, you know, we got to get our best players on the field, which is an old adage. Any coach is going to say that, but we really got to be uh, mindful of, of, of who's, you know, personnel groupings to get in the right guys in the right places in order to, you know, have some production in the run game. But again, we got guys, we got a what's next mentality. They're going to go out there, you know, not really going to change that much and let them go. So you, you know this, right? Whether you're Team Sims or Team Harburg. You know that both quarterbacks are effective at running the football. They've been very, very good. And to Sims's credit, he's been really good at running the football against better competition. That's not a knock on Harburg. That's just what we've got. We've got Northern Illinois, you have Colorado, and you have Minnesota. So, you know, Sims can run. It's It's been the turnover issue. And Elijah, the, 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 the listeners yesterday on the show and, and didn't get to him, immediately and just as a bit of a carryover that, that you marked down and, and looked at there's a there's a big question mark here by some of our listeners with you know why does sims still deserve the opportunity and listen i know it's it's two games and, and some of you are going off of history and we can beat that up a little bit do you think do you think Sims deserves another shot? I, I absolutely do. You can't and you don't uh, say what Matt Rule has said since he's been here about the best practice players will play and, and not put them out there. If Sims is healthy, and I know he got 50 to 55% of the snaps today, if he's healthy and he has a good practice an equal to or better practice than Harburg. Listen, he needs to go out there and get another shot. I know it's not popular. I know there's a lot of fear. And I know that Harburg has one quick sample and and performed well and rebounded well after a turnover that wasn't his fault. Some of the turnovers haven't been on Sims completely. Some of them have, right? I mean, some of them are, are just blatantly obvious. I'm interested to see how the kid rebounds and how does he settle? Because there's a talent, there's a reason you got him, and it was out of necessity. You didn't know what you had, you didn't know what you were keeping, and you know what the athleticism said. And I know it's unpopular opinion here with Sims should get the nod. I'm, I'm a believer of that. You shouldn't lose your job to injury, but you got to keep, you shouldn't retain it either just because you, you were once the starter and uh, you lost it due to injury, you're, you're not Teflon. you got to keep it every day in practice, and maybe you perform better in practice, but when Saturdays come, you're still turning the football over and putting the team in, in, in a tough spot. Then you got to watch. you got to watch at quarterback. But I'm not saying you don't find another role for him. And listen, could Sims be a guy that you put in the slot? Is, is Sims a, a wildcat option? I mean, that's up to the offensive coordinator and the head coach. I don't think he stands on the sideline, do you? Well, well do, you, do you play him if he's not at quarterback? Well, people talk about putting, putting Sims in the slot or, or putting him at H-back and using him there. Well, we've already seen Heinrich Harburg do that role. And he's, 
done he's, it. He's more physical. Done it well. Does it not make sense to have Sims start at quarterback and, and have Heinrich Harburg there? I, I digress. I don't think that's the main talking point for today in terms of how do you get both those guys on the field. I, as I was telling you, Schmitty, before the show, completed my rewatch of Nebraska Northern Illinois, and I have some thoughts on Heinrich Harburg's performance. And I think for the most part, it was a positive performance. Sure. Now, what was Jeff Sims getting killed over for the first two weeks of the season? Staring down his wide receiver. Staring down his wide receiver. He was a one-read guy. And if you go back uh, and are watch... Are both guys one-read guys If you go back point? and watch Heinrich Harburg on Saturday... He was a one-read guy. Now, that first read came open a lot more often, and I think Heinrich Harburg was a lot more willing than Jeff Sims to tuck it and run whenever that first read wasn't there. You saw him a lot. See the first read. It's not there. He looks down at his line of scrimmage. There's a guy busting through. I'm going to take it around the outside and go pick up four or five yards. He also was more willing to throw the football away. He had a couple throwaways. I still legitimately think that throw to Thomas Fedoni on the sideline may have been a throwaway upon my rewatch. He was getting wrapped up as he threw it. It was, it was one of those Dwight Clark moments, you're saying? I think it was one of those plays where he sees Fedoni coming open late, and he's like, I'm going to put it in only a place Fedoni can get it, and if he can't, I'll just tell the coaching staff I threw the ball away. That's kind of how I see it, but I digress it, again. Well, you know how big that down was? It was third and 15. It was. It, it was third and 15. You get 20 to Fedoni on the sideline. You get a first down, and what happens? You finish off the drive, 76-yard drive, to put him away at 21-3. to mm-hmm. So it was a monster play. Uh, oops, oh, great, I meant to do that or not. But to, to further your rewatch, listen, the thing when, when we bump into folks or we get emails or, or there's comments on the chat or phone calls, there's a strong belief out there Nebraska is at worst one and one if Harburg would have started the season. And my problem with that is that Heinrich Harburg's performance know. on Saturday lacks any context. You don't have context for the performance. And you're not going to be able to get context with Heinrich as your guy until the Illinois game. On the road against a Power 5 opponent, hostile environment. We don't even know how hostile Illinois is going to be at that point because they're not looking great this mm-hmm. season. But that's the next point you have to get context if Heinrich Harburg is your starter. Why I think Jeff Sims is your starter on Saturday, assuming he is healthy enough to play, which it sounds like we're moving in that direction, is because that's the earliest place that you can get context around Heinrich Harburg's performance on Saturday. Is you throw the other guy out there against a similar opponent in terms of of talent level and what you're expecting of Louisiana Tech this year, you can get some context on that Heinrich Harburg performance. And hey, also... In the same vein, you can get context on Jeff Sims' performances to start the season. Sure. That's why I think it makes a lot more sense to start Jeff Sims on Saturday. Because, I mean, you go back and watch Heinrich Harburg, he wasn't faultless in his performance. There's a couple times where he put that ball in danger, and I think he was lucky to not have interceptions thrown and, and put against his ledger. But he, but his, his, his tab, his bar bill, was just one turnover where there was an overload blitz that no one picked up, he didn't check out of, or the protection broke down. However you want to point the finger, that's, that's it. And he responded with a good ball game, some completions, some tough running, and he managed the offense with just one turnover. Mm-hmm. Nebraska but, finished the ball game even in the turnover front. The defense dominated and, and held him to three, just three points off said turnover. And we have comments coming in here from Jeff. Uh, he's saying Heinrich Harburg can read the field better. Let's just say he's better at this time. I still think that performance on Saturday lacks, concept, or lacks context because – is Heinrich Harburg, Harburg reading the defense better, or did Northern Illinois come out with a defense that was easier to read? We, we don't really know. We're not the coaching staff. We don't know what, what the play calls are coming in, what the, the, the progression is, according to what the coaching staff wants. It's hard for us to say 
that he does re- read the field better, and that's why I think you need context. What happens if Jeff Sims goes out against Louisiana Tech, reads the defense perfectly, three touchdowns, no interceptions? I think it's possible, considering the arm talent of Jeff Sims and, and the danger that he presents with his legs, that he can go out and have a performance like that, but you just don't have context on his first two games. The bottom line is, is there's a lot of Nebraska fans who've seen enough through two games with Sims, and they're ready to try the backup. They're ready to t- try Hartberg for round two, round three, and beyond because they think he might give Nebraska the best chance to win. He may, but he's got to show that, and I think he could. We're going to get back to, 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 to Cutter's comment here. And listen, Nebraska will get it figured out. They have to. Okay, They have to. They've got incredible defenses that are left on the schedule. They've got to take care of business Saturday against a team that loves to force turnovers while not being a great defense. They're speedy, and they're known to force turnovers if you're not careful with the football. Cutter chimes in. It's not even just the turnovers with Sims. His awareness is not there versus Colorado. He ran out of bounds, stopped the clock. That allowed Colorado to go down and score a field goal. He doesn't really have any awareness. And that can be worked on, but you're not wrong, Cutter. There were some you know, football IQ things. And there's some football IQ things that weren't perfect either for Harburg. We're not beating both of them up. We're just talking about the topic of quarterback because it it's in play right now. Who's going to be the guy behind center? And you need whoever it is to ramp up, not just for Saturday, but you need them to be somebody on the football team that is like what you've seen from the defense and what you've seen from the offensive line at least while not great on the offensive line, they got better Saturday. You need the quarterback to be better Saturday than they were the previous Saturday at the beginning of the season, you know, and then you need to move forward because you've got a you got an other side of the football that is good enough to get you to postseason. Mm-hmm. And uh, you've got yet a limited offense, but you still have some options on offense. You can win uh, ugly or you can win physically, however you want to term it. But Nebraska has the ability to get some three and outs, flip the field, have a short field, get some special teams help. And I know they're not great on offense, but let them keep working. We've seen how many guys on the defensive side of the ball flash and and play. They're not just paying attention to one side of the ball. I think they're working and developing that offensive side of the ball too. It's not long before you'll get Teddy back. Uh, you might have a, a, a spark on offense with these two young running backs. Grant may find may find a new leaf in in his football life, and really take care of the football and be that that home run threat. And then if you have a quarterback, either the guy that's got all sorts of God given ability, both of them really do. Uh, you might have that opportunity for them to take a, a jump and and settle in. I don't think you throw. You don't throw Harburg's performance away and say, hey, thanks for filling in, son. Mm. And you don't throw away Sims quite yet. You let him go at least try and prove that he's better than he's shown in tough situations and get better at his decision-making, and then they've got to put him in spots, too, where uh, they, they let him thrive. But quite frankly, can he handle the stage? Can he stay healthy? And can he make better decisions? Give him that opportunity against Louisiana Tech, because guess what? As many times as you ran Harburg, um, Sims could see action again. You don't want his confidence totally destroyed. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think we'll have a pretty good idea at halftime who Nebraska's quarterback is going to be moving forward. 
Well, That's absolutely right. What did the first half look like? What were the what was situation? What was the situation? Mm-hmm. And did you take care of the ball? Are you up? Are you rolling? Is there a flow offensively, or is it still? Well, let's get a big play and and score, and it's. It's it's still just a slog trying to get any sort of rhythm on offense. But all I ask for is is some context around Heinrich Harburg's performance on Saturday against Northern Illinois. What do we see? I think you can get that in one half against Louisiana Tech if Jeff Sims is your starter. I don't think you can get that if Heinrich Harburg is your starter on Saturday. And that's why I think Jeff Sims should be the guy on Saturday. And that's that's why people have questioned why do we think Sims is the guy? That's why we don't have context around Harburg's performance. Well, and you know, coaches call. They're going to let him try and keep the job. Mitch Sherman's next.